Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. This podcast is brought to you by Native Grape Odyssey. Native Grape Odyssey is an educational project financed by the European Union to promote European wine in Canada, Japan, and Russia. Enjoy. It's from Europe. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Ward, and my guest today is Ottavia Vistarino. Her full name, and she's going to be embarrassed now, is Ottavia Giorgi di Vistarino. And the winery is called Azienda Agricola Conte Vistarino. Whereabouts is your estate? My nice uh, estate uh, is in Lombardia, in the south, under the Po River. The name of the area is Oltre Po Pavese, and uh, we produce uh, Pinot Nero. Just Pinot Nero? Above all. Above all Pinot Nero, and uh, in the lower part of the hills, uh, we produce Croatina. It's a local grape uh, we use to produce uh, Sangue di Giuda, a red sweet uh, Jupiter's wine. blood, yeah, is that right? Yes. Judas blood and uh, we produce this uh, this wine with the local uh, local red grapes but above all in uh, Conte Vistarino estate we produce this uh, Pinot Nero for a sparkling classic method and nice uh, red uh, cru and uh, we are proud to be represented in the United States from vinifera imports and then in uh, we have occasion to to sell our wines in really best restaurants in a part of the United States. So let's start with uh, let's start with your your flagship Pinot Nero, which is called Pinot Nero Pernice. Pernice is the name of a partridge or partridge. That's what it means. Uh, is that a single vineyard Pinot Noir? It is is a single vineyard, very very historical vineyard, planted in uh, the year fifth, 1950, and uh, after we continue, and in uh, 2000 we changed, uh, we planted uh, this vineyard with the new, very nice French clones, and uh, today we have this wine that uh, really represented in an elegant way the the state. So it's a fairly early drinking Pinot Noir. What is what is a good food man? for that uh, is very uh, is a rich in uh, elegance elegant but structure then the acidity is high then I suggest to drink this wine with uh, meat like a game or a very meat with a taste uh, with intensive taste uh, like a brasato in Italy or for example lamb or if uh, someone don't uh, eat usually meat maybe they can uh, pair with with the vegetables with the with vegetables a little bit spicy okay the next red wine is called butta fuoco and fuoco means uh, fire so it means yes. put out the fire catch fire yeah, so that's a very traditional um, wine from your region and that's a blend of croatina barbera and uvarara yes so what do they each bring to the red wine what are the character what does croatina bring to this red what does okay. barbera bring in uvarara uh, croatina give us uh, fruity color and tannins because it's rich in these uh, three characteristics barbera is very nice grape for the acidity and then uh, give us uh, a structure for this wine 
and uh, Uvarara is local and is uh, is a special the the taste of the the flavor and then the blend of these three grapes is very old uh, historical blend that born in the vineyards not in the cellar so that we have blend. these grapes mm-hmm. yes and what is a good food match for that oh here salame salumi prosciutto salame diversi coppa charcuterie uh, this uh, this kind of uh, of food okay let's go on to the final of the three reds we're going to talk about which is called sangue di juda which is uh, means judas's blood and that's a blend of croatina uh, barbera and uvarara and is that a still wine or a fizzy wine this is a fizzy wine a sweet but with a high acidity that is don't don't imagine a wine like moscato is the pro- produced in the same way but is more the acidity is higher than a you can pair not only with the dark chocolate that is good but also with the, some spicy food or uh, BBQ something like this and is it light enough to be in like an aperitivo without any food if you drink this wine very cold you can uh, drink in the summer season also like uh, aperitivo with the salame okay we're going to finish oddly but um, with a white wine a Riesling called Ries which is R-I-E-S is that a sweet Riesling or, or a dry Riesling dry Riesling dry, this... dry 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 Still sparkling? Still. Still only in a tank, then a very elegant with this uh, nice uh, fruit at the, uh, when he's young and with the classical gasoline petrol after five, six years. And what do you drink? What would you drink the young Riesling with and what would you drink the older, more petrolly Riesling? When he's young, it's got also like aperitif, but I suggest also to drink this wine with a minimum two, three years after the Give harvest. it a bit of bottle age before you open it. Bottle age, yeah. mm, three years, you said. Yes, three years in general is better. Okay. At the beginning, is too young. Perfect. So I want to say thanks to my guest today, Ottavia Di Vistarino. Thank you very much. Ottavia Giorgi Di Vistarino. It's I like enough, it it's, Ottavia. I like it when it's longer. <laughs> it's like more. It's more interesting to say. Yes, yeah, it's um, difficult. For the Conte Vistarino estate, a Conte is the Count Vistarino, the Count Vistarino is, I guess, no longer with us, but you are. Thank you very much for coming into the podcast studio today and giving us those wine and food matches uh, so clearly and directly. Thank you very much. This podcast has been brought to you by Native Grape Odyssey, discovering the true essence of high-quality wine from Europe. Find out more on nativegrapeodyssey.eu. Enjoy. It's from Europe. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.